December 8th, 2023. We're in Masechet, Bavakama, We'll go back to the wide lines, the third line, the last word on the line. This morning's class is dedicated by Ralph Chana in honor of his wife, Sari. Uh, before going forward in the Gemara and reviewing and then, go, and then plowing forward in our uh, sugya, I want to just return briefly to two issues that we addressed in the past. If your mind is not sharp on it, it's okay. It's important in my mind to mention and to have this made clear. And if you're doing a review, you'll be able to sharpen your mind further. But if you recall, at the end of the earlier sugya with regards to when a person wants to bump up or bump down with regards to what they're receiving, if you recall, the final line in that Gemara was that the statement of Rabbah, that he says, listen, if you want to bump up and get the higher value, that's okay, but you're going to get a higher valued land or higher quality land, you're going to get the lower value of it. That was the statement of Rabbah, right? Yeah. So the Gemara said that that's true with regards to Ketubat Isha. That's true, true with regards to when a, a woman is receiving her ketubah, she's supposed to be getting from the lowest quality. If she asks for higher quality land, we'll give her lower value. We'll give her the value in terms of quantity value. We'll give her based on the higher value time, give her based on Nisan. In other words, she says, I'm interested in higher quality land than uh, you're going to give me, than you're obligated to give me. So sure, no problem. I'm happy to give you that, but we're going to evaluate it based on Nisan. In Nisan, it's the peak season, which in turn means you're going to get a smaller quantity. Now, Tosafot, at the end of that, if you recall, and this I, I thought was uh, Jared's prodding, uh, Tosafot suggested that that's not only true by Ketubati Shab, it would be in a circumstance as well of Ba'al Chov. If a person has a a debt that they owe, and the love, the person who took the loan is coming to pay back, technically speaking, they only need to pay back with benonit. They don't need to pay back with idit, with metav, with the highest level. What if the uh, person who gave the loan, the malve, says, you know something I'd be interested in, I'll take a smaller portion of land, but give me from the higher quality. In such a circumstance as well, says Tosafot, the love, the person who owes the money, can say, Absolutely. However, based on the value of peak season, which means you're going to get a smaller portion. That statement of Tosa. So, two points. First. Well, in that circumstance, we were talking about land. Yeah, we're talking about land in, that, in those situations. Yeah. Um, now, in terms of whether he needs to agree or not, was it made clear? Was it made clear? Recall, with regards. I, so the question is, does the person who's paying back need to consent? So that's a very important question. Now, when it came to metav, when it came to paying back with the highest quality, we saw in Rosh, there's two opinions about that. Whether he needs, no, in other words, when he wants to bump him down, does he need to consent or not? Uh, but even with regards to that final line in the Gemara, leaving aside the question of whether he's compelled to do so or not, is that really so? Does the person, that's the key question, does the person who's a Baal Chov, as Tosafot was claiming, the person who is owed the money, can he in turn uh, make the request, okay, he can make the request, when the person's paying the money back, do they have that absolute right to say, listen, I'll pay a higher quality, but you lose out, you can't manipulate the deal. Uh, we assumed in Tosafot it was so, you're trying to get 
better quality, you lose out in terms of quantity, so to speak. Rosh in Siman Bet explicitly disagrees with Tosafot. Rosh's understanding is this general principle when it comes to loans, when it comes to the rabbi's vision of loans, that they don't want to lock the doors from commerce, they want the market to be flowing, applies to that situation as well, which means to say, even if I, as the person who's requesting to be paid back, says, listen, I'd like to be paid back with higher quality. I can't force you to pay me back with high quality. That's for sure. I can't force that, right, Nathan? I can't force you to pay me back with higher quality. But once I make that request and you're going to pay me back with higher quality, uh, not like Tosafot says, that we're certain as a result you'll lose out in terms of quantity. We'll go by peak season. Says Rosh, we care about the Baal Hov, we care about, the, uh, about Lovim, we care about the market. And since we care about the market, we're going to be concerned to the extent that the person who gives the loan, if he makes such a request and he's going to be paid back in such a fashion, he's going to be treated appropriately. So against Tosafot, Rosh and Siman Bet suggests that the final line in that sugya is very partic- very specific. It's only by Ketubat Isha where we don't have that Sivara, which that logic which we had by Nizikin of the Torah wouldn't be diminishing. And we don't have the logic of the rabbis that we don't want to lock the door of any loans or the loaning market. Uh, only then would we say that Rabbah's statement, oh, you'd like to manipulate the way you get paid back, uh, you're going to lose out because we're going to ch- charge you or we're going to determine it based on peak season, would it apply? Or that was one point. And the second point was Rosh, a little bit easier. Rosh, matter-of-factly in his conversation, which we briefly mentioned earlier, he said matter-of-factly in his debate with others that if I, as the person who was damaged, come and I say, listen, you owe me, and you say, oh, for sure, uh, let me go find the right land for you, so now I, I'd like a different land. No, I'm sorry, this is what I have prepared for you. No, but uh, this land is, is also Edith, and it's closer to my land, can I please have this? Rosh matter-of-factly wrote that is not in the rights of the Nizak. He said the Mazik's responsibility, according to the Torah, is to pay back with highest quality. Shalom al Yisrael. Rosh, to a certain extent, very much narrows that statement of the Torah. You pay back with highest quality, and that's what you do. You're not, you don't have, uh, we don't need to treat the person like a king. Yam shel Shilomo and Siman Yodalf, that's Rabbi Shilomo Luria, disagreed. Again, he uh, appeals to the to the logic the Gemara mentioned, the logic was, if you're paying back with highest quality, the Torah is effectively telling you, this was controversial in our class, effectively telling you we treat the Nizak with utmost respect. To the extent that the Nizak, the person who got damaged, says, listen, that is high quality, but you know something? That's higher quality to me. What are you talking about? We evaluated it. Come, uh, Mr. Evaluator, what's the quality of these lands? Oh, they're identical. And I decide, says the damager, that I'd like to give you from this land. Then Isaac says, I'm sorry. I know they look equivalent to you. I know the evaluator said they're the same value. But this one uh, is, is closer to mine. And this one is the real idid to me. He has the right to do so, according to Yamshil Shilomo, which is a very significant uh, point. And I believe Eli made this point more than once to me in the class. I think it was you, Eli. And as you said, if the person's coming to collect and we're telling him that we're treating him on the highest level, it's not, it doesn't make sense now that we say to him, oh, we treat you on the highest level, according to the Torah, but not really, it's on my grounds. That's the suggestion of Yam Shel Shilomo against Rosh. Okay, now, back in our sugya, if you recall, what we were dealing with, what we're in the middle of deliberating and trying to figure out is this metav, which you can and should be paying back with, 
under many circumstances, what the Pasuk in the Torah says. How do we evaluate that? Not based on, that's not the question of the possessions of the mazik or the nizak, of the damager or the damaged. That's not what we're dealing with. We're rather dealing with, uh, we're, we're going to say that the value of that land to the person who damaged, well, uh, that, he, he, he now needs to pay back with highest value. Got it. I have very valuable stuff. I've worked very hard. I'm the highest uh, agriculturalist uh, in, uh, 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 person uh, who, who has produce and my fields are highest value, etc. Compared to the market, my highest value is astronomical. Uh, the market value for my medium land is uh, the highest quality of everyone else. So you know what? I damaged you. I'm going to pay you back with my medium. What do you mean your medium? The Torah says, metav sadehu. It is metav, wink, wink, because according to the market value of the majority of the world, this is highest quality. Is that the way we go? And as a result, the mazik, the one who damaged, he doesn't save money per se, but he does save his highest quality land, uh, which is to a certain extent worth something, at least in potentials. Or alternatively, the other way of seeing this is, the halakha is you pay with your highest quality land. Uh, but uh, compared to the market value, my highest quality land is astronomically higher. Doesn't matter. That's what the halakha is. So this was the question we saw in the Gemara. Ba'amine Rav Shemuel shamin indeed. Of course, you're gonna give a little less, but I don't want to. I don't want to part with my highest. I got, um, I don't know, I have the highest uh, real estate zone. Now let's take this out of uh, agriculture for a moment to speak. I mean, I have the best place to own right now. I, I have no idea where that is, right? But I have the best place to own right now. Well, You're going to make... Because this is not equal value. This is one's value per square foot is higher than the other. That's the point. The That's point the is... Point. What happens is one could be doing bread, one could be doing wine. He's saying like that, and that you have two wins. And where wine is clearly more valuable. Sure, why don't we do it easier? I, I, I think this is easier. We're dealing with different real estate zones. So one real estate zone, very high value, it's a very hashub neighborhood, and the other one's not such a high value. Not, now, the other one is the standard real estate price. That's, that's, the, that's considered high. But you own in the jet set neighborhood, and as a result, your jet set stuff, your, your edit, your metaf, isn't comparable to the market price on it. I mean, let's talk about the Midwood or Flatbush or whatever. So I damage and you're gonna come and collect from me. Now, I'm very happy to pay back with you, uh, to, to you with my land that I own in uh, Trenton. Uh, tre uh, I don't know if Trenton's, uh, whatever. I, I want a r regular, you know, suburban neighborhood. I'm very happy to do so. You want to take from my land over here? Now, you're not going to make me give a huge piece of it, because of course the value is much more, but ultimately, I don't want to part with my land on, uh, in, in, in Brooklyn over here in this location. So that's really the question. Yes. Why not? I mean, this is what this is what was suggested to me for, by Charles. I think he said when you go to buy, certainly to rent in Jersey during a, a month before the summer, it's much higher than buy, now. I'm buy a house in Jersey. You buy it now. You don't buy it though. It's not going to fluctuate that much in December as it is in May. Ah. Oh, so so Jeffrey, you're... 
No, but you're, but you're 100% right. We're not talking about, when the Gemara says the fluctuation, the word purposefully in the Gemara is purta. It's a small fluctuation. It's not a huge fluctuation. It can't be a huge fluctuation. Ultimately speaking, we're giving the land. We're not giving the produce on the land. We're giving the land. It can, I have the land the rest of my life. It can't be that it goes a, a 50% markdown. It can't be. On my imagination, a 5% markdown, a 10% markdown, something like that. That's not going to be. It's not the way the rental market works. It's not the way the bond. But I'm going to miss out, it's, it's not miss out, but I'm not getting an extra season. If I'm, if I'm buying it in Tishrei, so it means I'm holding on to this land for an extra six months without being able to harvest it. That's, that's whatever the value of that is. Yeah. Now he admits to it. He was only asking about the perot, about the agriculture. All right, anyway, so here's the question. shamin, when they evaluate, shamin olan shamin? Those are the words. Do they go based on him, the mazik, or do they go based on the olam, literally the world? We're calling that the market, the majority of the world. Then the next words in the Gemara we explained yesterday. I don't want to return to them in the details, but it says, Alibadir bishma'ilat ba'elach damar b'denizak shayminan, kiti ba'elach alibadir bi'akiva damar b'denizak shayminan, mai metav sadewa marahmana lema'uteh denizak, the question in turn is, when the Torah says, is that coming to tell you the highest quality of his land, meaning the mazik, the damager, as opposed to the damaged? That was the purpose of it. It was coming to exclude, um, going based on paying back the highest quality land of the mizak. Or alternatively, we dealt with it in that respect. Is it coming to minimize... Even, Amen means even the value of the market to the extent that I'm going to lose out potentially a lot. I own in Brooklyn and I own in Trenton. You're going to make me pay my Brooklyn land. I could give you a edit of the world, which is my Trenton home, instead of paying. And now, now you're going to make me give you my highest quality over here. I own none. I don't know, whatever. Okay. So anyway, says the Gemara, Amar le, the response in turn of Rabbi Abba is, Rahmana, Amar metav sadehu amart b'shel olam hen shamin. He says, the Torah says, metav sadehu. Read the words. I mean, come on, it's black on white. The highest quality of his land. His land is black on white. You can't uh, make mistakes over here, says Rabbi Allah. He, meaning the damager, and his land in turn is uh, the full evaluation. Now, of course, that's not a full-fledged response because you could say uh, it is coming from his land and highest quality. But how do we determine what is, quote, high quality in his land? The highest or the highest based on the market. Okay, but his initial response is it comes to exclude any consideration of what the market is. We don't get about the market, we look at his lands. Gemara says, oh, hold up, that's not simple, and we have proofs against that. In other words, we're going to have proofs now, which we're going to have to deal with, that maybe the evaluation of this land is not determined solely based on his possessions, his Brooklyn home, but it's based on the market value, and he'll be able to, um, and, and it's rightfully so, pay back with his Trenton home. Etive, says Gemara, have a beraita. Now this beraita will initially, and throughout until we uh, dissect it, it'll have something to do with these issues. Issues, but you're not going to feel it right away, so just hang tight. So the statement is, the person only owns high-quality land. Now, Rashi fills in the gaps for us. It's clear from the Beraita, that's what we're dealing with. You have, and we're talking theoretically, or someone who had a 
tough uh, patch in life. A person needs to pay kitubat isha. He has a divorce that he has committed. He needs to pay for the kitubat. He needs to pay as well ba'al chov. He has a has a, a loan that he's uh, that's pending. And number three, he damaged someone. He needs to do nizikin. All the, the full gamut of obligations we've addressed earlier in the Gemara, that's what the person has. Either in theory or, you know, we, we could imagine someone who had a very rough patch in life. Now, of course, let's quickly review the obligation of compensation in each of these cases. That's right. I just went from bottom up. Kitubati Shah, you pay back from Ziborit, lowest quality land. Or you could, right? Ba'al um, Chov, uh, that's what we call the debt. Benonit, medium quality land. Um, and nizikin damage, highest quality land, idit. Now, all you have is idit. You gotta pay back all three of them. Hang tight, hang tight. Uh, certainly his obligation, the question is how we're evaluating. One second. So, uh, now, all I own is idit. That's it, I only have highest quality land, and I own all three of those. Lucky wife, a lucky former wife. First, she got away from you. Second of all, she's going to get the highest quality land. But she didn't deserve it. She's going to get it. Now, she's not going to get more than she deserves. A smaller portion of land with the same evaluation of what would have been a larger portion of lowest quality land. Someone only has good stuff. Everyone has within the good stuff. I would All he has is... That's what she's getting from him. I didn't say... We didn't say it's a hadush. The, the point of this is to just make clear, and they might, they, the Aharonim do have difficulty figuring out in each one of these why there are hadushim in these. You may have imagined, I'm not, I'm not committing to this, you may have imagined that he has the right to sell, um, I'm not dealing with it right now, uh, might not be a chidush, let's, let's leave it at that. Um, as well, Baal it's, it's a little complicated, I don't wanna, it's, it's, it's a better question. He, he might still have the right to do that, that's a question, okay, regardless, Baal um, in terms of paying back the loan as well, he pays back, the two of them get from the higher quality land, even though, technically speaking, they're not owed that. Okay, what if he only has benonit? He only has medium quality land. Kulam govim benonit. This one is easier for me to answer, Jeffrey, on what's the hidush. The hidush over here is you might say that if he owes a person, he owes a person for nizikin, he damaged their land, maybe he needs to sell his benonit, go out into the market, sweat a little bit, bump up the quality of his land with a little bit of a loss in terms of quantity, and pay back with that. Maybe that's his responsibility. Okay, maybe not a hidush either, but that's the halakha. What's that? You don't say. No, you're damaged. You're damaged, and your responsibility is to pay it back like that. That's we don't. All I have is Bitcoin. Go sell your Bitcoin and come back with some. You know, all I have is this. Is this all I have? Is this currency? I can't pay. You're going to have to take the loss. Wait, I just, I'm going to pay the same valuation. You'll be able to do the dirty work. Okay, regardless, maybe it's not a chidush either. Kulam govim benonit. Lastly, ziborit. What if all he has is lowest quality land? Again, kulam govim ziborit. Everyone takes lowest quality land. What's everyone? Ketubat of course. Baal chov and nizikin as well. What about, here's what gets a little bit more interesting. Hayulo idit ubenonit. He has the highest quality and medium quality land. Ayu lo idit u benonit. 
I'm sorry. Uh, not yet. Not just two. He has all three. He's got all three. This one clearly is not a hidush. This is the this is the matter of fact law, right? This is the bottom uh, the bottom line law. You know, this beraita it seems clear, even though there's a deliberation about it, is not in its initial lines. Maybe in any of it, really looking for novelties. It's setting out the principles. Principles are, this is all you have, this is what you pay. If you have all grades, here is what each one is deserving of. Nizikin, highest level, Baal uh, medium level, and Ketubat lowest level. Now, Idit Ubenonit, you have just two qualities. What are they? Highest and medium. Nizikin Be'idit, Baal Chov Ubenonit. In such a circumstance, the uh, person who got damaged gets, uh, gets uh, from your highest quality, and the Baal Chovin Ketubatisha get from your medium quality. Maybe not a Chidush in this either. It'll, it'll be significant for us as we go along. Okay, what if you have Benonit Viziborit? You have medium quality land, and you have lowest quality land. Okay, what's the halacha? Uh, I want to just take that in for a minute. Nizikin, the person who got damaged, well, he's supposed to get highest quality, he'll take the medium quality. Balchov is supposed to get medium quality, he's getting medium quality. And Ketubati she gets the lower quality. Pause for a second. Ah, there it is. So in turn, what the Gemara is going to pick up on on this line in a moment is, how are we evaluating this land? If you're telling me the person has medium quality and lowest quality, one second, he has two qualities, he doesn't have medium and lowest, he has high and low. There is no medium, he doesn't have three qualities, unless you're telling me the evaluation of these lands is based on the market value. Now you could say, he's got medium quality and he's got low quality. You see, it's so much so because look at the halakha, the Baal Chov is taking from Benonit. If we're going based on evaluation of this guy's goods, so it means that he's got higher quality, he's got lower quality. The Baal Chov, the person who has the debt, person who's owed that money, he doesn't deserve to get from the higher quality over here. That's not in his rights. His rights is Benonit. This person doesn't have Benonit. This person only has Ziborit and Idit, according to if he only has two qualities of land. Instead, what seems clear from that halacha, the fact that the, the Baal Al-Hov is being awarded the higher quality of this person's land means that our evaluation of the person's land is not based on the person's possessions, but rather on the market value. Again, if it was based on the person's valued lands, so then we'd say uh, you have two quality lands, higher and lower. Okay, here's the debtor. The debtor, I'm sorry, you're going to have to take the lower. However, the debtor, it seems clear, is able to say in this situation, what do you mean higher and lower? No, 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 one second. I see over, I know, I have the market values right over here. That higher, it's not higher, that's medium. I'm sorry, you're not doing great in business. You're doing okay, but so the, the, your higher is really Benoni. That, that, that's exactly the question here. So it's a question if you say we're shun, if you say, that's the question. The question is if you're evaluating based on the guy's lands, so then there is no Benonit. There's only, and then the Balchov would take from Ziborit, right? The Balchov wouldn't get from higher, he'd get from lower. However, the fact that it says over here he has Ziborit and Benonit, 
he does, we're going to see that in just a moment, the end of the Beraita, because the halacha is that the Baal technically speaking, according to the Torah, a debtor really gets from lowest quality. The Hachamim bumped him up to medium quality so that we don't close the loaning market. But it means he certainly is not getting bumped up to Edith. And that being the case, we're going to, in, in a moment, sufficiently prove or attempt to prove from this line that evaluation is not determined based on the person's possessions in terms of land, but based on the market value. It's a decent proof. I mean, the Gemara will, will struggle with it. Okay, but finish the Beraita. Now says the Beraita, Edith Viziborit. What if he has highest quality and lowest quality? Uh, land, again, difficult to understand as well. What does it mean he has highest quality and lowest quality? I mean, this one might be the easiest to understand. He's got two quality land. I don't know exactly how I'm valuing it, but I'll say he's got high and low. He's got only two. Nizikin isha. Biziborit on this line, Nathan, that's what Rashi explains to us on the Gemara will. Why does the Baal Chov get bumped down? Why doesn't he get bumped up? Why doesn't the debtor get from the highest quality? If you look at the top Rashi, Rashi explains to us Mideoraita from the Torah, Baal Chov Biziborit, the person who's owed money as a debt, he really only collects from lowest quality, Kidil Kaman. The Gemara will tell us that in the name of Ula in just a bit. The Rabbanan who de Takunle Bebenonit, and the rabbis made this establishment that he gets. From medium quality, mishum ne'ilat delet lalovin. That's the expression, not to lock the door from from loaners. Ve'echad let lebenonit, and therefore, if he doesn't have medium quality land, lete letakanta, the takanav, the hachamim doesn't apply. Here's the key line in the Gemara, though. Two lines down from on daf cheta mudalaf. Katane miha mitzia. Katane means it was taught in the beraita. Miha at the very least mitzia. That middle case. I know we're talking about mediocre, mediocre land. Middle case. What did it say in the middle case? If he has benonit viziborit. He has medium quality and he has lowest quality. What did it say? Nizikin balchov bebenonit uktubati beziborit. We said if he has medium and low quality, well, then the nizikin and balchov, the damaged person and the person who's owed the money, they come and they collect from his benonit. And the uh, Ketubati Shah, the woman comes and takes from Ziborit. And if you're to tell me, this was, uh, this is what we were just shouting out a moment ago. If the evaluation is determined based on his possessions, his land, his medium, quote unquote, is not medium. It is highest quality. It's a ziborit. And we should turn to the debtor and say, I'm sorry, you can't collect from the highest quality. You need to take from the lowest quality. After all, the top words on this page, we just read Rashi about them, are when I, as the person who damaged and owes the money, only possess a highest and lowest quality land, the Baal Chov takes from the lowest quality land. Clearly, clearly you're telling me instead that the evaluation is not being determined by my possessions, but rather based on the market value. The market value over here is, I have these two lands. This land number one, Benonit. Land number two, Ziborit. Land number one, medium. Land number two, low grade. Well, what are you talking about? Um, you're evaluating for me. I, I got it. I have no problem. I know I have high quality. I have low quality. And here's the person who owes me the I, who I owe the money to. I'll give him my low quality. No, sir. No, sir. That's not the way we're doing it. We're clearly going based on the general evaluation. As a result, you, the person who owes the money, are going to have to give your higher quality land. Uh, can we assume that there's no sharm with this. 
Like if there wasn't, could, could you go, are you going against the Torah? Do you guarantee a loan with higher quality? You're saying, uh, you're, you're asking, is there a right within this to so the ex- money and you want to card credit loan. Now you talk about either without any documentation, but if or I'm going to say, I don't want you low quality stuff, I only want you best quality. Can you stipulate from the beginning with it? To what extent is this payback a halakha from the Torah? Um, I, I have to imagine it's to the extent that you would not be able to make a tanai against it. Why would you be able to? It's a halakha from the Torah. This is the way you pay it back. You can't pay that better. Stipulate it. Stipulate it. Stipulate it. No, no. Stipulate it. No, no. That that the only way to pay back is with hire. That's what he's asking. I'm loaning you the money, and it says in the document, but I can only be paid back with hire. What's that? Who's offering? No, no, the, the, lender, the lender is not offering. The lender, who cares? What's the difference? You can't stipulate against the Torah no matter what. I, I, the, only, the only problem is I'm not 100% sure because if, if I'm correct, then how did the Hachami make their Takana? The Takana was an Akirat. Sometimes you find that. It's very rare, but sometimes you find that the rabbis actually uproot a halakha from the Torah. Ultimately speaking, no, that's, that's in Kiddushah matters. Over here it's financial. So, I would say it's, an, it's an interesting question. Says the Gemara over here, I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Says the Gemara, six lines from the top. Uh, so that's the punchline here in the Gemara. Now, as I've told you many times, the Gemara says, That's what we call an ukimta. Ukimta means, uh, well, hacha means here, bemai, and with what, askinan, are we dealing with? Ukimta means a detail which you could not have seen and will not see. But the only way to answer this case is by injecting a detail. I'm never too excited to, about doing that. I, mean, I didn't, how come you didn't tell me that detail? If it's a significant detail earlier, but I, it's the only way for me to answer this case. That's why we don't love ukimta, but if we need to do it, we need to do it in order to, to potentially salvage another opinion. That's what he suggests. He says the following. Now, the, the way it works is, and I'm sure you, as I've said many times, you're more familiar with the concept than I am, something called a lien. And in, in loans, there's, it's no different. If uh, the person, at the time that they owe back to me, uh, whatever, they have in their possession, or at the time that I loan them, right, that's right. Well, it, it depends on the situation, but let's, let's, go, let's go simply. When I make the loan, you have XYZ possessions. Now, from that time, I have a lien on those lands. I have a lien on those lands, which means to say, if you now sell those lands in the interim and I come to collect and you say, but I don't have any money to pay, I go and I collect from those lands. In this situation, okay, we'll leave it like that. It's not simple. In this situation, as a result, in this situation, as a result, it goes like this. I have during the time, I'm going to say it like this, where I have to pay back, I have, or it says, it says I have, high quality land as well. So I have high quality land, I have medium quality land, and I have low quality land. But I sell my high quality land. Now, without a real lean on it per se, you wanna know why it's not a real lean? Because the Baal Chov, I understand, because the Baal Chov has no rights to take from the Edith, right? But, but, in terms of your possessions, 
It's so to speak a uh, metal lien. It's a lien in terms of saying when I one second, one second. When I look at your account, when I look at your file, I keep in your file that you have highest quality, medium quality, and lowest quality. Now I know as the person who's owed the money, I only get to collect from medium quality. But it's very significant to me that you have highest quality, medium quality, and lowest quality. You want to know why? Because according to this claim, I'm going based on evaluation of your lands. I'm not going based on market valuations. Once you sell your highest quality land, you now only have medium and low, but your medium is now considered high, because that's your possessions, and your low is low, and me as the person who's owed the money can only take from the low. So as a result, I did my research, as Nathan said, I kept my record straight, and I'm well aware that you had a highest quality land. The fact that you had that highest quality land at the time that you owed me the money back, and you already sold it now, and now I say to you, so what do you have? You have benonit and ziborit. I could use those words. I could say you have medium and low, even though I'm going based on your possession. But what are you talking about? I don't have a higher quality. You do. You have a, you have a meta higher quality land. You're just thinking of lending with the damage. If, if the guy damaged, you, you don't have to be responsible to not sell with that yeah. lending. No, no, we're talking about lending in this situation, right? Lending situation where you get paid back with medium, with benonit. In this but it's not a real lien because I don't actually get to take from that land. I get, you have land that I could take from. I take it from the extent that I say that you had higher quality and this is considered benonit. So again, says Gemara, you had edit, you had higher quality, the person who took the loan and he sold it. And so too, Rav Hasta uh, made this statement. The Gemara will go on to suggest a proof for this, but that in turn is the way we solve this. It means that we're still up in the air. When we evaluate, we evaluate based on the person's possession, based on the market value, we're not certain. We thought we had a proof that it's based on the market value. We knocked it down. Amen, amen.